University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. You know them, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere else you get your podcasts on your smartphone, device, download, subscribe, share, and leave feedback. All that stuff helps an awful, awful lot. We are presented by Bryant and Stratton College, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, Stanley Law Offices, and our good friends at Rosie's Corner, pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, their chicken wings are to die for as well. And make sure if you're in and around Central New York, you stop by on those theme food days as well. Get gift cards for the family and friends this holiday season. And by the way, those theme food days, luscious, meatloaf Monday, turkey slop Tuesday, chicken and biscuit Wednesday, and the famous fish Friday at Rosie's Corner, available on Grubhub as well. So, for Patriot fans who might be listening to this, you might have gotten in the comfort chair and said, hmm, this is kind of this is kind of easy, right? This this winning thing, the Super Bowl thing's pretty easy, right? Twenty years, ten appearances, six wins. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, for NFL armchair water cooler, you know, fans, fantasy people, uh, dudes on Twitter living in their mom's basement, yelling and screaming about the legacy of Aaron Rodgers. Can you imagine the legacy of Aaron Rodgers if he wins another Super Bowl? And for so many people out there in the media who are so caught up in the Super Bowl, you know, a quarterback has to have a Super Bowl ring to be A, B, C, D, and whatever group and be elite and be in the top five, be in the top ten, be fit. I mean, I can tell you right now, Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer have Super Bowl rings. Doug Williams was a great quarterback. He was an elite quarterback for a few year period. He has a Super Bowl ring. He is not in the top 15 or 20 all time. He's just not. Uh, there are a ton of guys who do not have Super Bowl rings. Fran Tarkenton might come to mind. Jim Kelly might come to mind. Dan Fouts might come to mind. Dilfer has one. Brad Johnson has one. You know, Doug Williams, Mark Rippon, right? And it's just not easy to win a Super Bowl, period. And when you win one, sometimes people want to figure out when you can win the next one, right? And, you know, at that point, I do understand, like, if, let's say, Rodgers were to win two. Like, does that break him away from, I mean, I think he's a better quarterback all time than Big Ben. But for people who kind of line Big Ben and Breeze and Rodgers up together, you know, does that now put Rodgers in, in, 
you know, a, a galaxy above, right? Uh, maybe. Uh, Eli Manning had two for a while. His brother had one. People made noise about it. Giant fans, oh, I think he's better all the time. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. And then Peyton wins another one, despite winning another one, uh, with, uh, you know, a game that wasn't, you know, it wasn't his game for, for the longest time. Um, his arm was a little shaky. He was throwing the duck balls and all that. Um, but, you know, I think that um, when you look at it, when you look at it, uh, Manning still had, you know, that locker room playing for him. They wanted to, you know, have him ride on the horse into the sunset, etc. And he did so. And I think there's a big, big part of him winning. I think that had a, a real big part in him winning. I think that, you know, Peyton Manning, despite the fact that he didn't look like the prime Peyton Manning in Indianapolis or that two-year stretch in Denver where he was just absolutely ridiculous with the numbers, you know, that Super Bowl year, there was still a lot of motivation around the team to not fail Peyton Manning. I think that's a big deal. And I've talked to former athletes about this kind of shit, man. I've, I've interviewed Mark Teixeira. Mark Teixeira told me flat out on an interview that, you know, we didn't want to, when I asked him, you know, playing with Mariano Rivera and Derek Jeter, when you're teammates of them, despite the fact that you are a nine-year, $180 million first baseman for the Yankees, despite the fact that you're an all-star player, was there a feeling with those two guys in the Hall of Fame caliber, but the way they conducted themselves in the locker, in the, you know, in the clubhouse, locker room football word, clubhouse baseball word, right? Like, did you feel, hey, I gotta. We gotta win this game because we can't let those guys down. He said, "Absolutely." So that exists. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Athletes tell me. So there's that. It's hard to win a Super Bowl, which leads me to this. This podcast. There are 32 NFL teams. 32. Do you know how many have not won a Super Bowl? <laughs> it may surprise you. 12 teams have not won a Super Bowl. And I don't think that that will change this year. I would only like it to change if the Bills won it. <laughs> It'd be so 2020, wouldn't it? And boy, could you imagine the expectations from, you know, going from the the drought to Super Bowl champs in 2020, winning it in Tampa in front of 20,000 fans. Wow, wouldn't that be something? And, and frankly, Buffalonians, Western New Yorkers, they'll take it any, however freaking way they can get it. And frankly, so would I right now. Uh, but man, wouldn't that create expectations? Then you got to pay Josh Allen. You might not have enough money in the bank account, the Pagoulas, to pay Josh Allen if they were to win the Super Bowl this year. But that's seriously the number. And I haven't gone across the other pro sports. I haven't. I would imagine that the other pro sports, MLB, is... I, I would guess it, and I'm going to do it, obviously. Um, in fact, I'm going to put this right here on my on my thing. SB, NFL SB. 32 teams ha in league, right? 12 have not won SB. I'm going to do, you know, I'll do a baseball and because I want to compare them. I want to see, but like if I had to guess, my guess would be that more teams in Major League Baseball have won the World Series. You know, like when I go through and I'm thinking AL East right away, you're like, okay, yep, Yanks, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Orioles, right? All of them have won race of not. Then you go in the Central. 
Indians 48. And I know that the World Series has been around a lot longer than Super Bowl, which helps a great, great deal. Because if you added in championships, this league, I mean, this 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 list would be much, much different, right? Because you'd have the old Houston Oilers. Um, although I don't think they – maybe they won the AFL once or twice. I don't know. But the Bills wouldn't even be on this list because they won the AFL championships. The Browns wouldn't be on it from winning the, the NFL. Um, you know, the Lions, I believe, would be would be off this list. So, you know, you'd have maybe – you'd chop it off a little bit. But like in baseball, you know, I mean, you, you even look at – I mean, gosh, the last 20 years you've had, you know, Astros, White Sox, Royals, Angels, right, Diamondbacks, those type of teams. So two, it plays, I think – a couple different reasons. One, I think there's more parity actually in Major League Baseball from a postseason standpoint. I know the NFL gets all the credit for it, but even though they don't have a salary cap in MLB, you know, revenue sharing has worked. I mean, make no mistake about it, because if it wasn't working, we would have had a repeat champion by now the last 20 years, but we have not had one. Um, again, World Series being around longer, um, and maybe it's slightly, I don't want to use, I hate using the word easier, but maybe it's slightly easier to win a World Series because if you can, you know, if you can have a couple of starting pitchers like aces and you have a relatively good lineup, you can be really, really good for five to seven years, and you can show up in a couple World Series, play the numbers game, and win one, or show up in the postseason, you know, six, seven times, five, six, seven times in eight, nine years, and win a World Series. I mean, if you need evidence of that, go look at the Diamondbacks, Schilling and Johnson, right? Um, you know, the NFL, you can be considered an elite quarterback in Phillip Rivers or a one A quarterback like a Phillip Rivers. You know, haven't won a Super Bowl. Um, you know, the two-way quarterback class, like the second-deck quarterback class, and they're out there. You know, Phillip Rivers, Matt Ryan, for a four-year stretch, Cam Newton, right? I mean, they're 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 out there. I mean, right now, you include Deshaun Watson. I know that his franchise is a disaster, and Bill O'Brien got fired, and they're probably in rebuild mode, but you get the point. Deshaun Watson's one of the best players in the NFL. He would be considered like an ace. He would be like a Max Scherzer almost in baseball, and yet he's nowhere near winning a Super Bowl, you know, and Max Scherzer has a ring, right? And so, and he didn't even pitch like Max Scherzer for the majority of that World Series run in 2019 for the Nationals. Anyway, my point is, is that it's super, 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 super hard to win a Super Bowl. 32 teams in the NFL, 12 have yet to win a Super Bowl, and there are a lot of ways to shake it and a lot of ways to cut it and slice it as to why the stat is the way it is. Look at the era. Tom Brady and the Patriots for 20 years you know, they dominated. I always use the analogy over to tennis. If Andy Murray and Andy Roddick <laughs> did not play, you know, in the lap over Pete Sampras, Andre Agassi into Joker, Nadal, and Federer, do they each have three to five Grand Slam titles? Probably. They played in the era. Same thing goes for the Patriots. Does Peyton Manning have three rings? Does Phillip Rivers have one, you know, I mean, there's so many different ways to look. Does Big Ben have a fourth? Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I, I think your chances go up, right? Um, and Big Ben, you know, is obviously going to waltz into the Hall of Fame on the first ballot. Um, you know, but he did, he did his stuff. I'm sorry, does he have a third Super Bowl? Um, 
not fourth Super Bowl. He's won two, but does he have a third? You know, how different is life right now if you know the Brady Belichick era ends five six years ago? Do the Tennessee Titans have a ring? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the Titans if they make the playoffs or the Super Bowl last year, do they beat the Niners like the Chiefs did? Maybe. Maybe. You know, the, the, the Titans, the Jaguars. I mean, the Jaguars is another great example, right? Like, actually, I should say, hang on, let me start. If the Titans didn't play in the in, in the what could be Patrick Mahomes, Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid, you know, Brett Veach era, right? That's where we're going with the Mahomes era. Um, if they didn't, you know, at the start of it, are we going to be looking back at that going, well, if they didn't play during that era, remember that first crack they had, blew that double-digit lead like the Texans did, and then eventually the Niners did in the Super Bowl. You know, the Titans have one. Are they off the list, right? I mean, those kind of things, right? The early 90s Buffalo Bills, you know? They don't have a Super Bowl. They There are no excuses. They had four cracks at it. But looking at it from a quarterback standpoint, Dan Marino... You know, he goes to the Super Bowl in his second year, loses to the 49ers, he never gets back. Product of the era a little bit on that as well because he could never beat the Bills in the 1990s in the early going. You know, John Elway for a long time lived the product of the era. He had to deal with powerhouse NFC teams, Giants, Redskins, right? Cowboys, all those type of clubs. Had to deal with the Brett Favre Packers in the early 90s. Lost an AFC title game at Buffalo. Remember that 10-7 game, the Carlton Bailey play? You know, for a long for the longest time, Elway was the pro. Like he's never going to get over the hump. He's never going to get over the hump. Boom! They get Terrell Davis. You know, they were going from one coach to the next, and Dan Reeves and that relationship, and it severed. And they bring in Mike Shanahan, and then he finally wins two. So then people completely change the way John Elway is viewed in a historical standpoint as a quarterback. Elway was already an all timer. If he had never won a Super Bowl. He would probably be, for me, maybe on that next deck of Mount Rushmore. That's still pretty good. That's a top 10 quarterback of all time. But yeah, winning a Super Bowl in that particular spot is a big deal if you're an all-timer. Dan Marino doesn't have one. He's the greatest quarterback of all time to not have a Super Bowl ring. He gets unfairly pegged as the face of that group. You know, if Marino has won, you know, that's where, like, the all-time greats, you kind of look and go, the problem I have is when the all-time greats like Kelly, Marino, Fouts, Tarkenton, it was like, oh, well, you know, they're nowhere near Drew Brees. They're nowhere near, because they have won, right? Or, or, or man, well, Trent Dilfer's got that one. I mean, I, I mean, is, is Jim Kelly really ahead of him? Uh, that's where I have problems. From a team perspective, you look at the errors. It's a big thing. You look at coaching. Like, Aaron Rodgers is another great example. Does Aaron Rodgers have two or three Super Bowls right now if he doesn't have to deal with Mike McCarthy as a head coach? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, look at all the other factors, you know? Look at injuries. (laughs) Injuries are a huge part of it. Not just, you know, as far as an elite quarterback... Injuries as a whole. Like, injuries are a big deal. Huge deal. Bad breaks. Look at the Raiders. Now, the Raiders have won Super Bowls, but 
look at the bad break that they got with a tuck roll, right? Like, I still think that was a friggin' fumble on Tom Brady. I mean, nobody even knew what the hell was going on with the tuck roll until that day, apparently. Oh, what's in the rule book? Uh, uh, rule, you know, uh, A, B, cross your T, 38, 98, 24, 56, X, Y, Z, says the tuck rule. Uh, what? Nobody even knew. We didn't even say tuck rule before that game. We never said it. And it was like they invented it right then and there. I've seen that replay a million times with Charles Woodson coming in. A mil, like not a million, but I've seen it. I've seen it. I would probably venture to say I've seen that replay just about a hundred times. It's a little short of a million, um, but we exaggerate, right? Um, in the lexicon of NFL plays, I mean that's a that's that's arguably the number one most important play in the history of the league. Because it set sail for the Patriots dynasty. It set sail for Belichick, Brady, etc. It set sail for everything. You know, maybe it's behind the Mo Lewis hit of Drew Bledsoe because then Tom Brady gets a spot. I'm not sure. But you get the point. Like, bad breaks are a huge deal. So, like, if, if, if Oakland wins that game, you know, like Rich Gannon, I mean, how different do we view him, right? And, like, how different do we view the Oakland Raiders... As a franchise, Oakland, L.A., Vegas, all that kind of shit, right? Like, I mean, how how different are we looking at things there? Did the Patriots go on and win six and make ten? And, like, is the dynasty the same? I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. You know, they're tied for the most Super Bowls of all time at six. Is it still six? I don't know. By the way, the Patriots have been in 11 Super Bowls. That's not right. They've been to 10 under Belichick and Brady. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Oh, yeah, that's the number. I'm sorry. I, I say 10. Yeah, Patriots have been to 11. And then 96 and 85, of course. So, I don't know what happens after, you know, if the tuck rule doesn't get called. I, I, I don't know. You, you think about all the other factors. Like, it's absolutely insane when you think about it. What about, what about, I mean, there's just general luck, right? Like, no one could have ever imagined that Mo Lewis drilling the $100 million quarterback Drew Bledsoe like, would have been good luck for the Patriots. Nobody would have ever thought that. Many people did not have the Kansas City Chiefs getting Patrick Mahomes and starting possibly a dynasty. Patrick Mahomes was not listed amongst the top quarterbacks in college football. He was a quarterback, you know, basically running a Big 12 offense, right? Like scattered offense, gadgets, uh, winning, you know, games in the 40s and 50s and the high 30s. Like, he's not an Andrew Luck. He's not a John Elway. He's not, well... <laughs> Guess what? Like, surprise. And, like, the Bills could have taken him, but they traded down, right? So, and maybe the Bills still, you know, maybe it won't matter because Josh Allen is their guy, right? But so far, so good for Mahomes. He has the most help in the league, obviously, more than anybody else as a quarterback. Like, if the Bills don't trade down and the Chiefs aren't there to get him, like, some of that, there's a little luck in there, right? It's how you draft. It's how you build a team. It's the front office. It's organizational continuity. 
right? Like, and then there's a lot more in play than that too. But like, those are the things that you look at in terms of winning a Super Bowl. Like, what's at stake? Like, you obviously have to have the three big pieces: quarterback, general manager, you know, slash front office and head coach. Like, those three things are you have to have them all to win it all. Now, if you happen to be the Ravens in 2000 and you have Trent Dilfer, who was, like, good enough but not, you know, amazing, but you had one of the great single-season defenses of all time, probably the second-best single-season defense of all time behind the 85 Bears, like, okay, that, 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 all right. Like, you overcame some of that stuff, too, because you're getting, you know, maybe a defensive turnover a couple of game plus a touchdown, you're scoring, plus your special teams, etc. There's special circumstances. But when you look at this list, these 12 teams, man, all those things I mentioned, these teams have not done those things really well. And that is why they haven't won a Super Bowl. I'm going to give you those 12 teams next. ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Empower Federal Credit Union, Stanley Law Offices, and our good friends over at Bear Creek Restaurant. The 12 teams that have not won a Super Bowl, Bills, Browns, Bengals, Titans, Texans, Jags, Chargers, Vikings, Lions, Falcons, Panthers, Cardinals. I mean, go one by one here. Like Cardinals, right off the bat. Horrible front office, period, end of discussion. They had a franchise quarterback for a few years span. It was Kurt Warner. They made it to the Super Bowl. The window closed quickly because they had to win while he was there. Larry Fitzgerald, etc. Other, you know, defensive weapons, Aeneas Williams, those kind of players. That was a fun team. It was a great team, but they lost to the Steelers. Okay, boom. Dunzo. Like, they were competitive. Other than that Super Bowl year for a few year period that Kurt Warner was there. I mean, Kurt Warner was still putting up some unbelievable numbers. I mean, I forget. I'm just gonna quickly search this. I feel like five was he there five, six years-ish? I feel like he was in that world of, you know, post-Rams. He was in there. He played for the Giants one year. Five, six, seven, eight. Now, yeah, five years. So I, I was I was right. You know, he wins one Super Bowl with the Rams. He plays for the Giants, and then obviously they transition to Eli, and then we know the rest of the story there with him winning two Super Bowls. But, like, Kurt Warner was pretty great for the Cardinals to the point where he played five years. He's in the ring of honor of the franchise. I mean, Kurt Warner went in, and he's immediately the greatest quarterback in in Cardinal history. Easily. Kyler Murray might be a guy to, you know, dethrone Warner for that title, but you get the point. They had that window, right? They had, you know, they had all the pieces in place, and sometimes you get one crack, and, and that's it. You don't win it, and now you're back. To, you know, then you rebuild a little bit. Now the Cardinals are hoping, even though they're, as I'm recording this, have just completely fallen apart since the Hale Murray uh, which, let's just leave that there. Uh, you know, they're hoping Kingsbury and Murray in, in the front office doing a little bit better, but the Cardinals, I mean, they've had a brutal front office for the most part. They've really screwed up drafts. They haven't had a lot of good luck. I mean, all those things I mentioned have gone against them. Look at the Carolina Panthers. Again, same exact, really, thing as the Cardinals. You know, they were an expansion team for a while. They started to get better. They had to kind of find a head coach who was going to be our guy, and then boom, you know, early going there, they kind of sniffed maybe making the Super Bowl, the NFC Championship game, and, you know, the Steve Smith era, uh, you know, fast forward to the Cam Newton era, you're thinking, hey, here we go, right? Like, okay, Ron Rivera, we got, you know, we got our guy, John Fett, you know, we got all these different coaches through the Cam Newton era and, and this and that and the other thing, and 
And, um, you know, and now here, here's Carolina, like, back kind of in rebuild mode. Um, and I think that when you look at it, um, they probably have a really good guy here uh, in, 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 in Matt Rule. But they're trying to rebuild and compete at the same time. You know, if you remember, like, they had Dom Capers back in the day. Remember that? <clears throat> you know, they won a division. They had a playoff berth. It's kind of, they almost made the Super Bowl. You had George Seifert for a short time there, a couple years, late 90s, early 2000s. John Fox was there for eight years, obviously. Two NFC South championships, NFC championship in 2003. You know, Ron Rivera, right? I mean, they, they've won. The, the Panthers have come, come close. I mean, they really have. I mean, they've won division championships. They've... I mean, you think about the Panthers, man, since 2003, that team, you know, they've made two NFC title games, or uh, two Super Bowls, excuse me. They've won the NFC twice. They've knocked on the door in two different periods of time, like eight, nine, ten-year stretches. John Fox, Ron Rivera. And I don't think those guys are elite head coaches at all. Front office was pretty solid. Obviously, we know they had Cam Newton the second time, etc. Who was there the first time? Jake DeLome. You know, and then you, you, you... You get there, and then it's, oh, didn't win it, and then you don't get there for another 12 years because that's the NFL, right? And in that time period, everything went against him. Bad luck, a couple of bad draft picks, you know, <laughs> all the things we talk about. And so I think, you know, the Panthers are one of those teams that you look at and you go, wow, I mean, gosh, they've actually come pretty, pretty close. The Falcons, I mean, <laughs> You know, the Dirty Birds, Jamal Anderson, you know, the Chris Chandler teams. You fast forward, I mean, there's no team on this list that should have a Super Bowl in the bag right now more than the Atlanta Falcons. And don't even come at me with, oh, well, you just said your Bills had four cracks. There's no excuses. Well, there, there, there aren't excuses for them. You're right. Four Super Bowl chances. They are one of the top three teams in the NFL, three, four teams in the NFL for a seven or five, six, seven-year stretch. Got to come away with one there. But the Bills never had a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. And the Falcons choked it away. You know, Dan Quinn and company, they didn't run the ball when they should have. You look at the talent on that team, the Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, et cetera, all the defensive weapons, they needed to close that out. And that's the Falcons situation, right? Like, you can't even point at era. You can't even point at the Patriots. You can't even point at, you can't even point at anything that I listed. You know, the bad breaks, the luck, the injuries. Just say you were up 28-3 in the big game. That team above everyone should have a Super Bowl. The Lions, give me a break. The Lions are so, they're such a disgrace. They're horrible. They do everything wrong, pretty much, right? I mean, and I don't even think Matt Stafford, like, look, do I think he's been given kind of a bad break because he hasn't gotten a real complete roster to help him, etc.? Sure, sure. But I also think Matt Stafford has awful, 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 awful timing in the fourth quarter. Matt Stafford hasn't really shown me over his career to go out and win a football game. You know, he had Megatron. He's had some weapons here. You know, where has Matt Stafford made a mid-level wide receiver into an elite guy? I haven't seen it. You know, meanwhile, we've seen slot receivers in New England turn into borderline Hall of Famers. <laughs> you know, Aaron Rodgers makes guys look just unbelievable. DK Metcalf, how good was he coming into the league? Eh, you know, we saw the combine. Maybe we underrated his skill set as a receiver. Just kind of looked, oh, freak athlete. But Russell Wilson ain't hurting him, <laughs> you know. You're not hurting him. Look at Robinson and KC. Mahomes making him into a stud. So Matt Stafford hasn't made a lot of guys into into anything, really. The Vikings, I mean, my God. I mean, <laughs> through the years, I mean, how many times, you know, you make the Super Bowl, 
you know, four times Fran Tarkenton, lose them all, right? I mean, they tried to crack here and there. I mean, the Kirk Cousins era, I, you know. And they've, I mean, look, they're probably close to the Bills in the conversation of why you haven't won. Or when you go across all the different categories, I mean, certainly QB wasn't an issue for the Bills or the Vikings with Fran Tarkenton and Jim Kelly respectively, right? I mean, yeah, a little bit of bad luck, a little bit of bad break, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But, I mean, if you go to four Super Bowls, you clearly, in any era, have a really good front office, really good organizational continuity, and you have really, 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 really good NFL drafts. Because the Bills, you know, they had to wait for Jim Kelly to kind of dance in the USFL for a little bit. But think about the trades. Think about the draft picks. Think about Thurman Thomas, Cornelius Bennett, Daryl Talley, Bruce Smith. You know, going out and getting monster offensive linemen. You know, Don Beebe. You know, every trade, every draft pick, for the most part, worked. Getting guys like Nate Odoms, uh, you know, Shane Conlon, for God's sakes, getting all the guys up front, Jim Richter, Fina, Howard Ballard, you know. You have to have continuity in the organization from, you know, ownership to general manager to head coach to assistants all the way on down. And if you make four Super Bowls, you've got all of those things plus, a, you know, all the, you know, the, so the franchise, uh, structures in place maybe then it's just about bad break or luck or maybe an injury but even in those two cases it wasn't they just lost the games they got to the big stage and they got their butts beat in bills every time except the first losing on the norwood kick but like they had the franchise quarterback you can't blame the era because the bills didn't play i mean they didn't make four super bowls in every single time go up against the steel curtain they played the giants and the redskins they played you know, the Cowboys twice, and I understand that that's a, you know, certainly those are all tough, really good, I mean, elite NF, NFC teams, but, you know, they had two cracks at pretty much the same Cowboy team, and the result was the exact same thing. Vikings, again, same type stuff here, losing four Super Bowls. You look at the Chargers, again, Dan Fouts striking out. The Chargers make the Super Bowl under that, I think it was that Stan Humphreys team, right? And they lost, They got murdered, Natron Means, that team, Junior Seau. They lost to the 49ers, right? I think 96 the year rings a bell here. I mean, that was, the I think, the 6-TD game with Young DeRice. I mean, at, you know, Young DeRice, Young hitting Rice a, a few times, and, and I think they had 6-TDs in the game. I think Young threw for 6-TDs in that Super Bowl. I'm not looking it up, but... Uh, you know, I, I mean, that's a Chargers, again, small window. They had just enough going for him, just enough, just enough quarterback play. Humphreys, he was playing elite for that year, almost in a Mark Rippon, Doug Williams kind of way. You know, boom, window closed. Now look at him, right? Fast forward all the way to now, you know? Now they now they got a rookie quarterback in Justin Herbert. Maybe they're heading in the right direction, but they don't have that coach. <laughs> the ownership's bad, you know? They were supposed to open up this brand new stadium. Bang, COVID hits. So there's, there's a bad break, right? That, that's the stuff I'm talking about, bad break luck. But then you look at the other stuff, and they've blown NFL draft picks. So, like, the Chargers have kind of been, they've been in this whole thing for a long time, right? And maybe it's the era for them when they made it in the 90s. Maybe the era plays a part for them that, you know, that time in getting back because it was hard to get through the Elway Broncos or it was hard to get through, before that, the Bills of the 90s, right? It was hard to get through those teams, and then boom, next thing you know, the Patriots dynasty starts, and that's during the Philip Rivers era. So now Philip Rivers can't sniff it. Philip Rivers failing in the fourth quarter. Philip Rivers can't win on the big stage on the road. Uh, just not good enough to beat the Steelers or the Colts, and more than that, not good enough to beat the New England Patriots. So 
That's their story. The Texans kind of talked a little bit about it with Deshaun Watson already. You know, like, had had the Chiefs, right? Like, double-digit lead, blew the lead. Like, blew it. Like, just a total, I mean, you know, double digits, I suppose, in the NFL when you have Mahomes especially isn't a huge lead, but you get the point. You know, now they're rebuilding, right? Titans, like, same thing, up double digits. You know, didn't close it out against Kansas City. Is it different era-wise? Again, no Mahomes. Is that different? Do the Titans beat the Niners? Are they off this list? Maybe. The Titans beat the Bills, Music City Miracle. That was bullshit, that call. That was a that was luck. That was a bad break for the Bills, good break for the Titans. They go to the Super Bowl. They're down there. Dyson, last play. Oh, he stretches, not quite in the end zone. Rams win the Super Bowl. Greatest show on turf. Now we're starting to talk about the dynasty. Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk. Underrated secondary. Defense better than you think. They take it away. Dick Vermeil is this great story in the NFL. A dynasty brewing. <laughs> Bang. It stops. Because Tom Brady and the Patriots enter and upset them. Vinatieri hits the field goal, and boom, the era is born. See, like, that's how quickly it can change. The Titans score on that play with Air McNair, Steve McNair to Dyson and company. The Rams never win a Super Bowl, and they're on the list instead of the Titans. That Titans had that couple-year quick window with McNair, you know, 98, 99, 2000, 2001-ish. Didn't get it done in that one spot. Falcons, same thing. One spot, couldn't get it done against the Broncos. In Elway, one spot, couldn't get it done against the Patriots, blow the lead, boom. There's a couple of teams like that on this list. You know, the Bengals, same deal. Boomer Esiason in that era. You know, and they've made a couple of Super Bowls here. Well, boom, product of the era. You lost to a better team. Montana, Rice, Taylor, Craig, Rathman, the Niners D, right? Bill Walsh, Mount Rushmore type coach. Ba-boom, product of the era. Bengals don't have a Super Bowl. There it is on the list that I just put up with, uh, came up with. So whether it's the Panthers, the Falcons, or the Vikings, or the Lions, or the Cardinals, or the Jags, or the Texans, or Titans, or Bills, or Browns, you know, it's either been one, two, three, or all of those things at the same time or at different times. I mean, look at the Cleveland Browns. I mean, for God's sakes, the team moved. That's a bad break. <laughs> bad luck. You know, and since they've gotten the team back, eh, how many franchise quarterbacks have they really, really had? Two? Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverde, different era. Since they've come back, they don't even have a franchise quarterback. No, by the way, terrible front office. For the most part, horrific head coaches. Terrible drafts. I mean, my God. I mean, look at the drafts that they've come up with. Holy smokes. Blowing every single number one pick. Right? Courtney Brown. You've got the situation going. Oh, you picked Tim Couch. I mean, I, horrible. Horrible. Injuries galore? Sure, but again... Total, total, total inept moves. Awful. Horrible drafts. Horrific front office. Can't find a franchise quarterback. Blowing every pick. The modern Browns. A disgrace. You have to go back to Paul Brown in all those sort of times. And you know what? Later on, you know, John Elway. Again, product of the era. Blowing games. The Biner fumble. The John Elway two-minute drive all the way down. Like, you know, that was their spot to maybe make it. But the product of the era was that, their, you know, the Broncos got them. You know, they got them. They nailed them. 
And so the Browns have had all of these things for sure. Era, Elway Broncos. Coaching, awful. QB, can't find a franchise QB in the modern day. Did have a couple in Testaverde Kozar, but again, the era put up the roadblock, put up the stop sign. Injuries galore, bad breaks galore, move the team, bad luck galore. NFL draft, awful. Front office, awful. Causing the bad drafts. <laughs> Zero organizational continuity. They haven't had continuity in the organization since the Paul Brown, Jim Brown days. Maybe, eh, you want to go back to those, you know, those losses to the Broncos. I suppose they had a little bit of it then, but, but you get the point. It's hard to win a Super Bowl, man. And I remember talking with Tyler Dunn, who was the best features writer in the country for the National Football League. It's That's it. He's number one. <laughs> you know, previously of Bleacher Report and Milwaukee Market and Buffalo Market doing great things, now launching his own platform called Go Long TD. Uh, or go long, excuse me, and the website is golongtd.com. But I just had him on my on my podcast, and I told him that. I was like, dude, 12 teams still have yet to win a Super Bowl. And he was like, really? That's the number? Like, yeah, it's hard. I mean, if you can surprise Tyler Dunn on something football, <laughs> it must be something. Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons, Lions, Vikings, Chargers, Jags, Texans, Titans, Bengals, Browns and Bills have yet to win a Super Bowl. Something to think about. ML Sports Platter, all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, as well as Stitcher and Deezer. Please do download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are presented by our great, great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning. Today with Brian, go with him, advisors.massmutual.com. Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. A big tip of the cap, thank you as well to World of Beer Destiny USA and our good friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Bear Creek Restaurant, Camillus Golf Club, and Liverpool Physical Therapy. Great stuff going on there with Pete and the gang. Get your rehab done today with Liverpool Physical Therapy. Go find them on Facebook. They'll take care of your post-op work at Liverpool Physical Therapy. I'm Mike Lindsley. Thanks for listening. I'm on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2X miles on everything else you buy. Venture X, for those always asking, where next? Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.